This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, uh, good morning everybody. Um, I guess the topic that we're speaking about is about the extra dimension of Talmud Torah in people's lives. I guess I'd like to sort of phrase the issue a little better. Um, there are Tariyag Mitzvahs, and we know that each one addresses something else in a person's uh, spiritual needs. So you have um, uh, Sukkah addresses one issue, and Matz another issue, and Tefillin, and so on, and Tefillah. Talmud Torah, we also would expect to address some particular need, some very, very important need of a person, and yet the, 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 um, the way we look at Talmud Torah, the way we treat it, seems to be very, very different than the way in which we deal with other mitzvahs. And some people um, make the point it's almost exaggerated, like if, let's say, are we, I ask about somebody, uh, obviously in non-Lashnahara context, so if a person will tell me, well, does he keep mitzvahs? Yeah, he's, he's very meticulous. Is he ben Torah? Um, does he sit and learn? Well, what's the difference? Everyone has the weak points, everyone has the strong points, and maybe this person is very, very stark in tefillin, and is a little shvach in uh, Torah. Maybe this person is very stark in Torah, and is a little shvach in other things. Why, why is Torah singled out as sort of being of a different, um, a, 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 of a whole different mahus? Um, it's another mitzvah, and each mitzvah is important in its own right. You're not supposed to be, you're not supposed to look at a mitzvah kala, a mitzvah hamura. So we're obviously going to have to understand something about Talmud Torah that is a different dimension. Correct. Um, each and every mitzvah does something for a person, but the type of inyan Talmud Torah does is very different. If I can use a muscle, just sort of a, a, a little bit of a far analogy, but at least it'll help us understand the point I'm driving at. Um, there's a list of nutrients that a person needs, and um, it includes um, proteins, it includes carbohydrates, it includes vitamins and minerals. It's We need them all. In the big picture, a person who's missing any one of them is going to die at some point. But the... The, we, we also can understand the different needs, they're not the same. Um, the vitamins and minerals help different processes in the body, and the carbohydrate gives the energy to the body and to do something. So yes, they are both needs, and if we, if we use the big banner word of need, they're both included in it, but we really are not getting to the point unless we identify something more of the specific need. So we're going to try to identify a little bit the dimension of Torah in, in, in the whole big picture, in the global picture of, of Torah, meaning mitzvahs and, and everything else, the middos, but Talmud Torah we're going to try to identify as having a very unique dimension and try to put a finger on what that is. The second point I would like to sort of um, get a handle on, and it's sort of very much um, dovetails with what, we, with what we're talking about, is the concept of being Kovei Itamah Torah versus 
the unlimited, boundless limit of Torah of someone who's kol kulo sikim Torah. Um, on the one hand, kavate itim Torah is a chiyuv. So, so um, isn't that Talmud Torah? Is it a question of quantity? It's a question maybe of quality of learning. Um, where's kavate itim Torah seems to be treating Talmud Torah like the mitzvah is. So there's a time and place to put on tefillin. Well, technically, you're supposed to wait all day, but we don't. And um, there's a time and place for matzah, there's a time and place for tefillah. Um, Talmud Torah seems to have two identities. And part of what we're trying to do is identify the different identities. So the first thing we'd like to take a look at inside is the Gemara in Sota. It's Chafalif. I don't know if you've ever do Gemaras inside. Um, it's a small piece, it's like a medrash, it's, it's sort of, this, this Gemara is, is sort of a medrash-like a Gemara, and it's brought down in the Sosisharim, we'll just see it inside, I, um, I just photo, I just took it down from a database, it was the easiest way for me to get it. Um, okay, the Gemara is in Sota, and it speaks about Talmud Torah and Talmud Torah vis-a-vis mitzvahs. Dorash Reb Menachem Yosi. I, um, I think that's where I probably started with you. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't remember what I. What I is that where the first piece starts, Dorash, or I, I went a, a bit late. I don't, I don't remember where I snipped out. If not, I'll, uh, there'll be two or three lines, and then we'll get to the point. Dorash Reb Menachem Bar Yosi. Reb Menachem Yosi darshan the following pasuk in Mishlei. It says Kinir Mitzvah. A mitzvah is like a candle. The Torah or Torah is a light. So both of them are sort of around the, the, both of them sort of center around the concept of light, but there seems to be a difference. One is called the candle, and one is called the light itself. Lomalacha, maner eneno megina elefisha, a candle works only um, for the time that it burns. Af mitzvah megina elefisha, a mitzvah is something which helps a person, protects a person, only for some limited time. Ves Torah Ba'ar, Torah has been compared to light itself, Lomalacha, Ma'or Megin La'olam, Aftor Megin La'olam. So just like light only works, just like light itself is always there, so too Torah. Now, pause a second. The obvious meaning is, every light that we have in this world has a source and um, there is no light that comes from no place so we have a candle that gives light we have light that's a sun and we don't anticipate seeing the sun run out of power but at some point the sun is not unlimited it also has a power source so Chazal seem to focus on light maybe either daylight in the sense that we don't ever see it come to a stop it doesn't you know it's not something within our that we anticipate within the next uh, who knows how many years or it means light as an abstract entity is really boundless. It's, it's only when it comes from a candle or something. I'm not sure. The Omer. And now the Gemara has a second one. And this is probably where I, I don't remember. It says, Torah guides a person as he's walking. This is probably where you have it. Um, so Torah protects a person when he's no longer here. And when you awaken, this is what you talk about, that's also love. And now Chazal give a marshal. And this is the marshal that I want to focus on. 
A person was walking in the darkness of the night, it's, it's pitch dark, and he has a few fears. He's scared of walking into thorns, into, uh, into racks, stumbling. Um, it's very, very, very frightening. The person you know, can stumble in, on a, in, a, in a ridge, on a pit. He's also scared of wild animals and robbers. And third aspect, so, so there's, there, there, is, there are the thorns and the, and, and the boulders and the, and the pits. There's the wild animals and robbers. And third thing, and he's not sure where he's going. So now, if he gets a, a lantern, or a, a torch, so he's so he's saved from the thorns and the and the stones and the stuff they would stumble on. However, Vadain is scared of the animals and the robbers, and he still has a problem doesn't know where to go. Second step in, in, in resolving the issue. As soon as it becomes light, Nitzel Mechayerom and Alistim. He's saved from the Chayerom and Alistim, and that's where we'll hold. So the, the Gemara says, and then the Gemara um, puts down um, what these things are. The Gemara says that the Ner is the, um, is the mitzvah, the, 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 the Or of the Yom, the Amur HaShacha, all of Yom HaShacha, is Taira. And that the Gemara speaks about, that's a third topic of Yom HaMisa, it's not something that's really relevant to our discussion. So Chazal painted two, um, two problems, two of the three problems, and placed the solution at mitzvah and Torah respectively. There's a problem of stumbling and all sorts of things, and there's a problem of robbers and animals, and that is a second problem. Mitzvah, which is like a candle, um, is takes care of the first problem. Torah, which is like or, takes care of the second problem. So, um, so Chazal are giving us an indication that both of them are ruchnistic protections. Both are, are, are very important. But Chazal are defining for us the different dimension that each addresses. Let's take a look at the Maral. I think I, I've also that's I photocopied, which is um, which is ex- which explains this. The Maral is not an easy safer, and I'm going to use uh, I'm going to try to explain the point, and he just is the one who sort of opens up an explanation for us. Vehevi Moshalazeh, I think, Upirazeh, uh, is that where, where you have the photocopy, I believe? Upirazeh, Kasher, Ki Kasher, Uchoyshef Afeila, Az Ha'odam Holech Alakotzev Alpchosim Me'atzmoy V'ne'evad. When it's dark outside, a person himself stumbles into different obstacles and is lost because of it. When he has that light, he's not afraid of that. 
He can still be attacked by wild animals and robbers. Even though he's not going to them, they find him. Um, when it's daytime, that problem does not exist. Because these entities don't have any power during the days. And um, a person is he's in a dark world, um, which is physical. So the person himself has a tendency towards Ra. And when he has mitzvahs, that protects him from it. I'm skimming through. Um, but, um, but it does not protect him from in other words, Avuka is called Hatsola. The ain't the Kocha Mitzvah. Avukasha Osek Betoro, Dova the Nikra Or, the Oru Yom, Koshemi Kashem Lor Yom, and so on. So the Maral tells us, it gives us some indication what these two entities are. The first thing he says is one is something I go into myself, one attacks me. One he says is called Hatsola. And one is or it doesn't explain what the or is, um, and so on. But he explains the main difference is where I go or what seeks me out. Let's talk about this point because this is really the core point, and we'll try to understand it. When a person, him, our, our, while we are in a world that is physical, and we're very physical, our first challenge is to work and every time we do something we have an inner bias to do things that are physically um, that, that are physically rewarding we're pushed by desire by craving by greed or a mix of different things or some some good things also but by and large there's a problem in what ought we to do that is right. And it's hard for us to make those decisions because somebody comes and asks us for money. Do we tell them, go work? Why should you get my money? Do I tell them, take, take everything you want, take as much as you need, take some? I mean, how do we deal with it? The world of mitzvahs are action-centered. And they're there to tell us what to do on every point. So, if, for instance, a person has, uh, a, a, God forbid, a blind person has a walking stick, the walking stick is, if he knows how to use it, is great for feeling the next step that he's taking. So, I'm about to take a step, and am I stepping into something, on top of something, into a wall, so the stick um, it, it taps it out for me. A mitzvah directs a person on a specific activity. How shall I deal with this person who's making this demand on me? How shall I deal with what I'm about to say now? Muta, Asr, L'chadchila, Evet. So the problems that start with the person himself, because we don't know what to do, because our motives are a mixture of good things and bad things, those are addressed by mitzvahs. And mitzvahs protect us from our actions that could possibly get us in trouble, and they 
tell us what to do right and what to say wrong from wrong. That's the first step. There's a second problem. And the second problem is that a person is affected by everything around him. Um, that's how we're made. When we say that, that people are social beings, um, always as a, as a, um, you know, as a young boy, I would, I would, you know, when I'd read about somebody being put into solitary confinement, and you'd think, well, isn't that fantastic? Why would you want to be with a dozen other criminals in one room if you could have a little private room? Um, the, the answer is no. A person, a person needs others, and when we need others, means that I am part of something bigger than myself. And that hashpah is coming from the outside on to me. Um, in, in most of it is quite subtle. It's not a person who needs to get attention or look like everybody else, whatever it is. When I walk outside, how do I dress? Why do I decide, why do I wear pants and, and, a, and a jacket and, and not a robe like Avram Avinu? I, I, I assume Avram Avinu wore a robe. That's what all the movies have, so I assume that that's, how, that's what he walked like. But the terrace is because I look around and, and nobody that I know of that's vaguely normal wears a robe. It's it's you wear a, a, a jacket and and, and 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 a pair of pants. The the color of it is is, is, is up for grabs, but not the, not the the sort of it. Um, do I eat three times a day, twice a day, or, or you know, or five times a day? What everybody else does. I mean, we're, we're, we're cued to be normal to pick up those cues, and that's 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 what we're geared to do, and it's and that's normal. So that means that the world it's 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 like gravity. It exerts. Um, a sense of, of 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 pull on us that is constant. Some of it we're aware, some we're not aware of, and it affects us. So the second chelik of choshe, the second chelik of ra, so to speak, is not internal drives um, or, or cravings or greed. It's simply the tug of society around me, which inevitably is is weaker than cholesterol. It inevitably it's 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 much much lower than, than what we are. Um, so the um, it, so a mitzvah would be a mitzvah doesn't help us with that because a mitzvah deals with clearly defined, so to speak. Shall I give tzedakah? Shall I not give tzedakah? How much? How big is the matzah? How thick is the matzah? That's what mitzvahs deal with, and and the mitzvah protects us from those things that are in front of us. So imagine this person who is um, this person who has this walking stick. It does wonders for the next step, but he doesn't see Rachmanut on a car coming down. He doesn't see somebody coming at him with a gun with a stick. Um, it, it doesn't work like that. This is this is very very point by point, whereas vision is a big is 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 a big picture. So the next step is or, in other words. The Akadosh Baruch Hu created a context for different elements. It says um, we say Baruch Nafshi, you know, that 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 you know when it comes night, we say that you know it's 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 kol It it as when the sun sets, it's when all the animals come out. There's a world, a context of night. Which is the time for animals of prey usually, 
the time for robbers. That's it's, it's, that's the context. Nightlife is doesn't brings out some of of um, it brings out the the, the the difficult elements of the world. Let's put it that way. So it has to do a lot with the context. It's because when it's chayshich, these things um, make these things. This is this is their world, and this is what it's like. Um, a personal memory. Um, my father's zechayner of Racha was. It, it was his, his yard site is actually this week. He was he's been there eighteen years, nineteen years. He was in, when he was sick in his last few months. He was in the Beth Israel Hospital, um, which was about a half hour away from my house on Lower East Side. And I would walk there, I'd go there a lot of times for you know every day. I'd go and take care and so on. The um, so I remember once someone drove me back late Matzah Shabbos. I was there Matzah Shabbos very late with him. It was two to three in the morning. And someone drove me back. Greenwich Village was on the sort of it's it's between it's on the left or whatever, whatever, and we're driving and everything is lit up, everybody's in the street. It it's whoa, you know it's like it's, it was like the middle of the day, and and for a minute I was thrown off and I looked at my watch and it's two thirty in the morning, and the flip side of it was a few weeks later I needed to get some medication, some alternative medicine medication which sort of we sort of tried in a hopeless way. And there was one uh, place in in the village that had it. So I went there at 11.30 in the morning. Everything's closed. And I said, oh, did it close down? What happened? I said, no. I said, it's a little early. In another half hour, an hour, it'll be open. And I realized, like, it struck me the Pasik. This chalik of the Bria belongs to the night. It's, it's, the daytime is not good for this chalik of the Bria. This chalik of the Bria is, is a night Bria. From 12 at night till 6 in the morning, and and uh, in the daytime it doesn't exist. There's a chalik of the bria that is a whole world of ideas, ideals, attitudes, values, counter values, and that exists at night. So what you need for it is not a walking stick. A candle is not going to help. A candle doesn't turn into daytime. What turns it into daytime is when the the context of the universe changes from night to day. It's a different, it's a perspective. You know, the, the, you find some at times you argue with somebody on a point, you can argue. But sometimes the whole understanding of the person is different. So that chayshech allows a person to be affected by everything around it. And the way to deal with it is Torah. Because Torah doesn't, we're not talking, Talmud Torah is not specifics. It builds a whole perspective, a whole attitude of a person. Lemashal. And do you feel when you say somebody is accomplished? What does the word accomplished mean? For one person, it's built up a beautiful business, got very nice house, vacation house, things like that. It does, that's, that's the automatic association of the word um, successful, accomplished. But there's another association where accomplished and successful, which is very, very different. And it's it's not even it's, so. We're not talking about what should I do. We're talking about what's my perspective. What does the world look like? What does the whole universe look like? And that's a very big difference. So the morale explains that those are the two issues. Those are the two elements that are being affected. And and uh, and Bimela, each one is is a separate. Each one addresses another problem. I want to add 
um, one diuk, which means I want to focus on, on a word in the Gemara. Chazal, when they teach us a lesson, are they, they put so much into the wording they use, and so much is, is so, so rich, all the little clues they throw us. I want to take a one more look at the Gemara and point out some things. When we're talking about when it starts to become light outside, so I would have used, I mean, I would have said, Kibim Shazara Hashemesh, when the sun rises, Nitzel Mechairom, listen, you know, if I would have tried to pick a metaphor for what is, um, what creates the change, I would say when the sun rises. That's kind of gives you a very strong metaphor of light filling the world, everything we're tying with. Chazal say, As soon as the, as soon as it begins to dawn. In other words, I don't even need the fullness of the light in order to dispel the, um, in order to dispel those kohos. As soon the dawn is when the light is not yet on the horizon, the sun is not on the horizon, but it's already reflected in the background. In other words, when I already have the reflection of it, beginning even to touch on, on my world, my world changes very rapidly. So the, the, the um, Chazal here gave us this little nuance to, to tell us you don't, in order for, the, for that protection to start, you don't even need the fullness of the sun, you need a hint of light. Um, there's a reason for it, I don't want to go into it, there's a reason why it is like that, and why is it that darkness is the context for all this, but let's proceed and, and then we'll try to understand it. So, if we're to ask ourselves, what is unique about Talmud Torah vis-a-vis -vis mitzvahs, we're going to say the following. The purpose of a mitzvah is very specific, as they would say in modern nekudati. It's 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 very it, 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 it there's a point, and it's there to give a certain um, uh, it, it's there to mark some, a certain action as right or wrong, and it helps a person that whatever he does, he does right. But w w what builds the person's picture of the world? We all, if we have some semblance of thought to us, some semblance of perspective, then everything we do comes from a certain perspective. You can't tell a person, we can give a person instruction, we can give a person a lot of instruction, we can give a person many, many details, but, the, but there's a limit to how much, and it's not terribly productive to give a person, um, to give a person a, 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 you know, detailed instruction, over detailed instruction, because first of all, most people don't like to be nudged, and, and you also, no one can walk around like a robot following every detailed instruction. What you need to do is give a person a different perspective. Many of the things we do fall into, uh, are sort of a product of that perspective. Um, and that is the role of Torah. To learning Torah affects the mind, obviously, but it affects, but affecting the mind, the mind is not a specific, uh, it's not only a specific organ. It is a specific organ, 
and some of its functions are very specific. It's, it, in some ways, the, the mind is another liver. It does its piece. But the mind, in the big sense of the word that we like to use it, is the, what paints the big picture. So where shall I go to? One part of it is a very specific instruction of, I am hungry, food is in the kitchen, uh, move the feet in the direction of the kitchen and go there. That's, that's a very specific activity. But where shall I go to in the big sense of the word? Um, that belongs to a whole different part of the person, and that is his broad perspective that's in the mind. Talmud Torah is that entity of having that perspective, of understanding the world from perspective. A person who um, is lacking that is a going to inevitably, inevitably be affected by the world's understanding, because a person has a perspective. A person lives with ideas, with values, with with things that are axiomatic to him, with things that are common understandings, and the question is just, is it the darkness of a world around, or, or is, it, is it something else? We find that term used in another way, um, and I, I'd like to take it from something which is also coming, which is coming up in next week, etc. We have, next week we have a very interesting parsha, Chukas, which is, two weeks, sorry, um, which deals with Thomas Mace. Thomas Mace is when when one of the, the, the strongest Tum in the world is somebody who passes away and so on. And the, the halachas of Tum are complicated, not not really, not with the point you want to address. Um, Chazal, he tarish in the Pasuk, and they say, Adam Kiyomus Ba'ohel. If a person passes away, in a ohel, in a tent. That's the pasuk. So Chazal say that ohel refers to Torah, and in a Torah miskayemes al b'mishem meimis asim ba'olav shel Torah. Torah is is miskayem only for somebody who kills himself at learning. Um, two things. First of all, I mean yes, a holoshel Torah. Is a phrase that starts with Yaakov Ishtam Yoshev Aholim. He's in a tent, but isn't that kind of? I mean, if we if we were to ask you, pick an object that for you um, it, it describes a Talmud Chacham. So I could hear a Gemara, I could hear a Stender, um, maybe a hat and a jacket, but why would somebody say a? Home. Yes, every base medrash is in a house. That's right. But, but why? Uh, you know, why is Ohel identified as a holosal Torah? It, yes, when you talk about Yaakov Avinu, whereas Esav is 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 a dead side, is soda. Esav is 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 a big outdoors man. So the holim might imply somebody sitting home and studying. But other kiyamas but Ohel, why would Ohel be picked to to to, to describe Torah? And why would we find the message of being Mamis as also Torah in Thomas Mace? Thomas Mace, it, yes, it's a parasha about Thomas Mace, quite a technical parasha, paraduma. I mean, but wh- why of all the places I would put it in Israel somewhere or, or something like that? And, and the answer, I think, is as follows. Without understanding what Thomas is, we can learn certain things about 
um, how Tumma works, even if we don't understand what it is. Tumma is transferred only by contact. So when you touch something tummy, you also become tummy, to a lesser degree, but you become tummy. Um, carrying something, if it's a very severe tumor, carrying it um, of, of affects you also. There's only one entity that affects a person just by being in the surroundings of it, um, and that is Thomas Mace. Adam Kiyomas Ba'ohel tells me that when a human being passes away, the, the, the contact is not only um, point to point, anything that's within his world, anything that's within his Ohel becomes Tommy as well. That's an incredible understanding of what a person is, what a person can be, is that a person is a, um, is, is affects surroundings even if there is no visible contact. It's what we would call in modern Hebrew today, what, what's, what's called to be mashpia. Um, it, the word shapat, which means influenza, was, comes from the same word. People seem to get sick without any contact. So um, the concept of hashpa is something that is in the context of a person. And Chazal taught us that we're dealing with something like Torah. Torah is that which provides an effect on a surrounding even if the person himself hasn't touched it directly. So Adam Kiyamas but Oel, Torah is referred to as Oel because the, the fullness of Torah is realized not when I learned this and told to do this, but in a gradual hashba that affects the entirety of surroundings. Um, one more place where Chazal alluded to the property of Torah as being a mashpia, and that is there's a Chazal in Eicha, Psichta Eicha Rabsi. It says that Halavai Osi Ozvu Vesterasi Shamaru. If I wish Akash said they would have dropped me and kept learning. The 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 um, which means it says shamor shaboy machzion lemutam because the light will bring them back. It's, so if a person is in a surrounding that is pushing something, it may take some time, but the person will come back to it because that's 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 what hashpa is about. So, so let's sort of paint it in a practical way. Um, the the, the 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 dimension of Talmud Torah in a person's life goes beyond any specific Misa mitzvah. It's a wonderful mitzvah to learn, that's great. But when we talk about someone who's a Ben Torah, what we mean is the reality that he lives with is a, the context is Torah values. It's not what he does, but what's real to him. I, I used to, when I was young, and I came from a background as from, but sitting and learning wasn't kind of, you know, that wasn't yet the that wasn't the world, and I would sometimes see people. I would sometimes, when I started hearing the message about sitting and learning, sitting and learning, it bothered me. Well, sometimes you see persons not even doing the right things, not doing good things, especially, but you keep pushing the sitting and learning. Why? Why don't you correct the faults, the problems? 
And as I grew older, and I began to see things in a bigger perspective, I began to realize that if a person grows up and grows in a certain perspective, at some point, it does change him in a, in a, in a, very, in a much, much bigger way. Because a person is a product of a perspective, of the world, of a context. Who's important? Who's chashev? What's important? What's chashev? All of these things are product of a certain worldview that the only mitzvah that gives it us in a fundamental way is Talmud Torah. So Kfiyas Itam the Torah is an important mitzvah and it's part and parcel of the package of mitzvahs. But when we talk about a person um, a person creating in his life a, a, a point of reference and that's why sitting and learning for a few years is so important and that's why having people that sit and learn always is so important because they provide the or they provide a, 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 a sense of understanding of, 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 of values of sensibilities that are Torahic and they affect us in so many more ways and in so many more details than specific instructions can. And 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 it's a little harder to see the point by point, a little harder to see why somebody learning stuff like the Kama, which has nothing to do with anything we're really involved, I mean a minor way maybe, but it changes the person because it's the drive for MS, it's the drive for what's real, it's all of those things that make that difference. I'd like to finish with a, the blessed piece of Mechaya. Where is the woman's role of or? What does a woman do? So husbands, the tkufa that a person is in kolo, sitting and learning, the tkufas that, he's, that he learned in yeshivas, um, they, they, they create his input into the atmosphere of the house. Um, where's the woman? So there's a Rebbeinah Bechai over here. It's, um, it's on the Pasik of Kosomla Beis Yaakov, very appropriate, obviously. The Ode. Shehoisha Hatova Hisibala Torah. A good wife, a good woman, is a cause for Torah. Sheyacholu Lahamshech Espinola Beis HaMedrish. She can bring her son to go to Beis HaMedrish. Lefi Shemetsuya Bebayis. Because she's home. She pours out love and 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 positive um, things to the kid. So that he learns to, so that he wants to learn, even when he's young. And when he gets older, um, he doesn't leave it either. What he means is. The most positive part of a person's life is his mother. Um, so when a mother who is always... It's the, it's the most positive entity in a person's life. And when, he, when, when, when he's learning, he sees her smile. He sees her radiance. Um, he, he sees that when he won a football game, there's a matter of fact, fine, great. And when he's sitting and learning there's a radiance to it, that provides the most positive sense of what's right and what's wrong to a child. A father tells you what to do um, and maybe sort of enforces it a little bit also on the stronger side. But that's the quality. Go now and learn is what a father tells a kid. So it may get him to learn. 
But the mother, the look on the mother's face when 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 he, when the rabbi tells him your son is really doing well and is trying hard as a mitzuyan, that gives the child the context of what's good in life. And that's why a woman should, especially with spal b'lokas haner, she mits him with telosolero. Again, the aura of ner, and he says it later. The tefillah is now I have shown to learn a children that should glow with the radiance of Torah. It, it's not only get well good marks, it's it's sort of that they that they become a chelik of that aura. Because tefillah, while a person is doing a mitzvah, is a, is especially significant. She's zeichet to children who who are bale Torah, who are Torahic people, because that's also called or. Torah And this is what the Chazal say in Warren Shabbos. Haiman the Rogel Bishragi, a person who has candles of mitzvah. In other words, it says Shabbos and Hanukkah. Havli bonet vechachamim. So the 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 what we're looking to accomplish in life, Baruch Hashem, our generation is has moved very forward in terms of shemiras and mitzvahs. Um, you know, in, in, when I was growing up, the shemiras and mitzvahs was up in the air. Most people did not keep all the mitzvahs. There were tons of mitzvahs people didn't know about, didn't care about. Um, you know, the, calling somebody Shalom Shabbos was a compliment. Baruch Hashem, we've moved past that. But the part that's our real struggle is, for many reasons, is the atmosphere in the house. Um, a husband who learns. I, 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 you know, I sometimes had, we you know, deal with different types of people. People have asked me about their husband sitting and learning for a year, which for some people this was a big, either a big sacrifice or struggle, or they didn't see the significance of it. And, and um, a lot of times what I tell people is, you know, I know that your husband's accomplishments might be minimal, or, but you'll never see yourself as being in an other world. If you also were in the world of Torah, then that's part of your world. You're going to see its perspectives as part of your perspectives also, and it's very important. Um, certainly people who have the ability to, um, and Baruch Hashem today, many of us have the ability to spend quite some time in Kula Osik Torah. It creates a, a certain atmosphere and an aura to the home that, and to the family and to the values and everything about it that, that, that gives rewards in many, many ways in the years to come. The woman, her job is to be Mashpia to the home. And I want to give some examples. It's something that, you know, I've, over the years I've been actually speaking to, to couples about it. What's in your living room? In Eretz Yisrael, in a from home, the, the Svarim Shank is ubiquitous. And when I came to America, I found out there's no such thing as Svarim Shank, unless you go to Borough Park. But, you know, uh, the, uh, yeah, if you have a study and, you, and you're a lawyer, then, then we have bookcases for lawyers in the study. Office, we, we look in the office department, not in the furniture department. Um, having Svarim, having Kashmishek Dusha, um, other things don't belong in a, in a living room. There are so many intangibles in what is the atmosphere of a home. And a woman has a very good sense of that. A woman's sense of what are the small things and big things that change the entire atmosphere of the house is very significant. And, and it creates a tremendous difference. And finally, as Erin Chaya says, if your attitudes are in the right place, 
the child picks up on it. The, I once asked a boy who was at 15, was in, was, I can't tell you how many problems and how much trouble he was in. He was a bright kid, wild, and, and did, I don't know, I wouldn't say called Davasa, but many Davasas. And for some reason, I was, whatever, I was metaphor with him. At, uh, in his, at, at the age of 19, 20, he was learning yeshivas, basmada, ventura, really doing well. And I once, when I felt comfortable with him, I asked him, tell me, like, what caused the change? I never, you know, I never broached it with him. And he said, he thought about it and said, you know, when you hear at home a certain message, even if you don't listen to it at the time, but at some point it begins to be mashpi on you. Obviously, it means the message comes uh, subtly. The, the more subtle, if it's genuine, if it's, if, if it's something that you know you ought to do, or if it's something you have to nag, or if it's something that, it, its effect is, 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 is much less. But if it's the genuine sense of what you want, it creates that atmosphere. So the point of what we spoke about today was to be able to distinguish between the significance of ner and or. There's a world of mitzvahs, which on the kudati, they deal with point by point, right and wrong, and they guide us at every step of the way. But when you're talking about the big picture, when you're talking about building my world, Torah is called the Olama Torah. What's my world? What, are, what is my universe? What are its parameters and its values? That's, that's where we come to the head. That's Or of Torah. For a man learning Torah Lishma creates that Aura and that Aura Torah. And for a woman, her personality, her mitzvahs, her locus nair in a very specific way, and, and, and her attitude creates that perspective. It should be about slacha. Um, am I, are we supposed to have questions? Or what's the, Ms. Mrs. Konrak, or Ms. Konrak, what's the? I'll ask, I'll ask Okay. Okay, good. So I have to go to yeshiva. I have to go to yeshiva. <laughs> okay. Bats, bats love, everybody. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Bye.